Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the CAC Show. This is our first ever WWE Royal Rumble after party. I, of course, am Fringzilla. I'm Sarah Summers. Introduction, people. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. This is Kendra. And Ed. (laughs) Ooh, this one's starting off exactly like I hoped it would. Uh... (laughs) They started so, sorry, without sorry, us. sorry, I'm still asleep after the Royal Rumble. My bad. <laughs> okay, that's the that's the big the big you know question right now is was the Royal Rumble really any good? I mean, we we talked about it off the air, so clearly we already have our own opinions pretty much set. So I want you guys to each tell me exactly what you thought of the Royal Rumble because when it gets to me, it's going to get pretty heated. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Well, which one Fringe, Fringe is mad. Oh, oh Fringe is livid, so one of y'all better start. Um, I actually haven't seen the Rumble part of it yet. We had a little bit of a lag, and we're about an hour behind, so it's uh, it's coming on right now. I can see it through my, my doorway here. <laughs> oh, so I know who I know who won though because I stupid picked up my phone and looked at spoilers. So oh, okay. Oh shit! All prepared to be disappointed. Uh, I figured you'd tell me anyway. So <laughs> yeah, uh, needless to say, everybody here's pissed. Um, I was I, I could have had a better nap than watch that Royal Rumble. It was. Predictable. It wasn't even funny. Oh, the other matches were great. <clears throat> I don't know. I just got done with that triple threat match, and that was the sloppiest pile of dog dung. <laughs> it was so <laughs> sloppy. Seth Rollins was like he wasn't awake. Brock was just well, talking so randomly. He was just talking, oh, so man, he wasn't even, crazy. he's just like, here, fly over here, I'm not even going to let you get, just go. <laughs> oh, my God. That's my boy. <laughs> Lesnar just randomly chucked on. No, I mean, this year's Rumble, I guess it's my turn now. Just that, <laughs> this year's Rumble was, it was so disappointing, and my, I've hyped it up, like, all week because it's my favorite pay-per-view every year. You know three things when you watch a Rumble. You know that Kofi Kingston's going to break out some weird shenanigans and is going to do some flippy shit. 
and make his way back in that ring without letting his feet touch the floor at least two times. You know that there's going to be somebody bleeding, hopefully by the end I say, and you know that the crowd is going to get behind the guy who's supposed to win. That did not happen this year. This year it was from front to back. Completely predictable. There were no the only the, the most exciting thing I saw were the fake tan, the fake tan all over the mat. Just calling it as I saw it. It was the most fake thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> yeah, that seems to be the popular consensus on Facebook. Like everybody's pretty mad. Let's hear it, Fringe. I feel the rage. He's just huffing. <laughs> Let me put it to you guys this way, okay? I've had a lot of bad things happen in my life, but watching this Royal Rumble, to me, was like getting a colonoscopy and a damn root canal all at the same time with no fucking anesthesia. Go! Yeah, I'll give you that one. Now, I'm sorry, you know, this is going to really piss off some of my... I feel it's going to really piss off some of my fans and some of the normal people that listen to the show. And I apologize, but this is one show where I just cannot hold my tongue and I can't sit back and just be okay with the pile of steaming dog shit that the WWE just showed and then stood right in front of me and smiled while they poured over my computer screen. That is how you really feel. Yeah, don't let <laughs> that make you feel so <laughs> Well, and you know, here's one thing, you know, and, and uh, a very smart person, and I'll give him credit for this, mentioned something earlier, uh, right before we went on the air, that makes a lot of sense. Last year's Rumble ended much worse, because at least this year we got Roman Reigns. Last year we got fucking Blue Tista. Dave. <laughs> well, it could have been worse. It could have been Ryberg. Ryberg. That's what I call it. Ryberg. That's true, but I have a hard time, you know, with, with, with Drax, the man that doesn't understand metaphors, you know, winning the Royal Rumble again for a second time. Totally undeserved. It just makes me want to puke in my soup. Yeah, his reflexes ain't that great. He's saying puke in my soup. Yeah. His whole ain't that great. I'm dying over here. You guys are killing me. <laughs> well, okay, well, let me, get, let me get back to this for, for just one second, okay? The, the, the problem that I have... It's not so much that the Royal Rumble was awful, which it was god-awful, but my problem is is that the booking through the whole show was completely predictable up until the moment when you see, and I'm not, I don't want to ruin this for Sarah, so I'm not going to say the exact moment, but when a certain I'll superstar gets eliminated, okay, when Daniel Bryan got eliminated, the whole damn crowd sounded and acted as if they just saw a murder take place. They were freaking out. They were like, are you kidding me? And they rained booze. <laughs> no offense to Roman Reigns. Actually, a lot of offense. Uh, they just rained booze in that arena until the end of the match. There was a couple of high spots where they, you know, were into it with, like, Dolph Ziggler coming in and things like that. But overall, they were pissed off. So it just goes to show that WWE, again, is completely out of touch with their fans because this is two years in a row now. Last year, Daniel Bryan wasn't in the Royal Rumble. This year, they put him in, and he gets eliminated so super early. And I understand, you know, there's a logic behind it because, you know, you want to keep the you know, certain baby faces away from each other. But this is one where I just don't agree with it. I find no justification with it. And I think Triple H and Stephanie have once again, just like I said, put a big pile of shit right in front of us and said, here you go. Take this and uh, serve it to everybody you know for nine ninety five. Nine ninety nine. Oh, I'm sorry. Nine ninety nine. You know what? I think I deserve five or four fucking cents of a discount this time. 
<laughs> I have never heard you this mad. I am cracking up. Oh my god. No, let's 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 oh. start this off right. Okay, <laughs> let's let's do from the freaking beginning. From the moment that you see Ascension and New Age Outlaws come out to the ring, can I just say that that match was completely full of horseshit? You watch as Billy fucking Gunn gets in the ring. This is the man who would go against hardcore motherfucking Holly. Exactly. They get in that ring, and I'm sorry. I am a fan of someone who at least showed me they had some kind of technical ability. And the Ascension doesn't do that for me. How much does your company think of you if all they let you do every match before coming to Rumble go against jobbers because nobody else freaking wants to touch you? Okay, okay, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to weigh in on this really quick, and I'm going to just simply say this. The Ascension could be and had a very good chance, good shot, of being great, uh, I wouldn't say tag team per se, because I think they can easily be broken up, but they had a good chance to make an impact like the Shield guys did a few years ago. And I think that's what they right. screwed up was that they're saying, oh, yeah, we're better than these guys. better." You already have alienated the audience because you're telling them that beloved stars are pieces of shit, basically. Right. Exactly. I mean, at least with Randy Orton, when he came on the scene as the legend killer, you know, at least that was entertaining. It was stimulating. You wanted to see it happen. This is just like, what are we doing? Why are you letting them win after maybe three minutes in the ring? But the key, the key is, is that Randy Orton during his legend killer days, if you if you recall, because trust me, I'm a huge WWE mark and I've been watching it my whole life. That shit was so obvious back then because he would always, you know, give them their props. He would say, "Oh, you're a legend. You've done all this great stuff," and then he would slam on them and beat the hell out of them. Whereas these doofuses are coming out and just going, "We're better than a giant turd." No, you're not. <laughs> no, I guess we're not watching Raw. <laughs> now, if, if you guys don't, when they were in NXT, they were really, really fun to watch. I don't know what's happened since, but I, I actually really enjoyed the Ascension while they were in NXT. They were, they were really fun to watch. Right. I mean, and, and I, I don't know what they've so done. Many people, so many people that when these guys are in NXT, they're they're amazing, and then for whatever reason, when they come over to Raw and SmackDown. The gimmick up and changes, and it's just hard to watch. Yeah, I, I don't know what happened. I saw him tonight, and I was like, oh, yay, the Ascension. I mean, it was your typical Outlaws match. Road Dog gets his ass beat for 10, 15 minutes. Billy Gunn comes in, does a couple big, cool things, and that's it. That's your typical <laughs> Outlaws match. We call it Road Dogging. <laughs> But again, we come back to the bad booking because if you guys remember a few years ago when Fandango came on the scene, remember that and everybody would do their stupid little dance that used to drive everyone crazy? Well, that could have been a lot bigger than it was, but the the terrible booking just... (laughs) Stop doing the dance. Uh, Do you hear this coming from my living room? (laughs) Yes, I do, and it's driving me crazy. Uh, (laughs) Do you hear that coming from my living room? I'm sorry. <laughs> the terrible Bubba, booking that, that, the terrible booking that, the terrible booking that happened with Fandango is happening right now with the Ascension, and it's actually like rampant in WWE because they just keep making confusing decisions with a lot of this stuff, and then it just doesn't make much sense. Like, what was the point in adding Rollins to the main event for Royal Rumble other than to give him a bigger, you know, platform to show his skills? Which I think was a bad call. I think they should have put him in the Rumble. 
Yeah. Nobody wants to see Cena Lesnar anymore. I I I will say this. I get a personal kind of giggle every time Lesnar beats the shit out of somebody, but that's just me. <laughs> I've been following yeah, but it was from a wrestler's standpoint, it was so sloppy. I mean, he gave Seth that German, and Seth I landed square on his shoulder, and it was a deadlift. His feet weren't even touching the ground when Brock went to throw him, and it's just like, God, be careful. These are million-dollar right. bodies you're throwing around this ring. Chill out, dude. Well, how about him? That's why no one wants to wrestle Brock. My roommate said it best. What did he get? A sensu bean? Came back in the ring. German, German suplex everybody and then won. Right? Yeah, and, and that's the thing. Is, is, I'm busted up. I'm unconscious. I got a sensu bean. What's up? Brock <laughs> <laughs> is notorious. Brock is notorious for injuring people. This is something that's going all the way back to 2002. Actually, you can trace it back to 2000, I think, in one, when he first started uh, in OVW, Ohio Valley Wrestling, which was the precursor to what's now NXT or, you know, however you want to put it. But uh, if you go all the way back to then, he has a long history of injuring others and injuring himself through reckless, stupid moves. And a lot of them are completely improv. And, you know, there's, like, Hardcore Holly. And, I mean, I could go on and on with the names of these guys that he's hurt. But, I mean, look at what happened with The Undertaker last year. He hurt The Undertaker. And, you know, the the rumor, I don't know, I mean, we'll probably... We'll probably find out someday that it's, it might be true or that it's not true, but the rumor is that you know Undertaker got hurt at WrestleMania by Brock, and that's why they, they made that improv for Undertaker to lose. Now, if that's true, it's just another reason that I think once Brock's gone, they should not bring him back. Mm. It's so sloppy. I could, I, it was hard to watch. Well, stretch on that a little bit, Sarah, because the, the crowd is going nuts. They're, they're like, oh, this is awesome, this is awesome. If if it's this is awesome, well, why is a you know why is it that a wrestler is sitting here saying that it's not awesome? Explain that. You got to watch the way they're landing. Like um, oh, every time he when when he was giving them uh, this, this, just the regular suplexes, he was flipping back so fast and letting go, they were sliding across the ring, and they were landing like sideways on their shoulders. Uh, that one Seth landed directly on his shoulder and the side of his head. And it's just as as a wrestler, you're watching that. You're going, oh god, concussion! <laughs> it's just it was it was hard to watch me. Super, hard for me to watch him suplexing those guys. German suplexes freak me out enough anyway, just because I I don't understand. Yeah, how you we're don't still waiting your... on somebody to land on the top of their head up over here someday. So yeah, oh, I I don't know. It was it was hard for me to watch. It, it was just. Like he was taking no care. The first, the first rule I was taught in training was you protect your opponent at all costs. Gotcha. Yeah. And he is not doing that. And I'm just throwing away, throwing around girls that make you know ten, twenty bucks a night. He's throwing around multi-million dollar John Cena. I mean, <laughs> right? you gotta take, you gotta take care of Vince's money, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, what I find interesting about this whole thing is that we've now seen two Royal Rumbles, which, I mean, would you guys agree that, that the Royal Rumble is probably the most entertaining, usually the most entertaining or the, or the one pay-per-view that you look to the most? Right, yes, I would agree 100%. 
Yeah, the main, the main okay, so, so then why are we so why now are we seeing two straight Royal Rumbles that literally sucked? I'm sorry, but they sucked. Every match was predictable, and then when you get to the Royal Rumble match, they have one of the biggest. I'm sorry, but Daniel Bryan's night got the biggest ovation that anyone has gotten, I think, in the last five months. That's easy for you to say. <laughs> Now, I mean, for me, this is only, like I said, this is my favorite pay-per-view. I get so excited. We make plans. There's a party. We get excited for Royal Rumble because it's the best planned, usually. You get you get superstars like Kofi Kingston pulling shit out of nowhere. You always have the, the comedy moment, like Santino getting thrown out after one second in the ring. I mean, this year didn't have any of that. I don't know. My living room exploded when Bubba Bubba Dudley came out. I hope he keeps coming out on Monday night. Honestly, yeah. my my prediction is that he'll come out Monday night and he'll have Devon with him. Here's the hoping. Well, because I mean, if you think about it, if you want to be technical, well, if WWE wants to be smart, you know, what they would do is they bring back Devon because that's what Bubba Ray was known for in WWE was, you know, he was a tag team guy. So if you're bringing him back and you're going to try to pump him up as like a singles guy, it already didn't work in WWE. The only reason that it worked in TNA is because, let's face it, they just don't have the kind of talent that is his big name and draws as much as what you get in WWE. So he went down there and made a big name for himself. That's fine. But coming back up here... It's like he's missing something without Devon. He really is. He's missing that that component. It's like bringing back Ron Simmons without Bradshaw. Yeah, that's true. Like I said, it would give our truth something to do. (laughs) (laughs) It seems to me like they're actually trying to build the tag tag team division back up. I mean, they brought the Ascension up. They've got... The Usos. Usos? Usos? Yeah, but the gold dust, I mean, he's getting ready to leave. So the gold bro- you know, the Dust Brothers, as we call them, you know, they're getting ready to Pack dissolve. Up. New Day needs to dissolve. I want my Kofi back. Yeah. <laughs> Kofi needs to turn heel. You agree with that, Sarah? Oh, yes. What? That would be fantastic. Give us a scenario, Sarah, where that would work. Well, I don't know where that would work, but it would be awesome. <laughs> he needs to he needs to just turn on those guys because that blue man group just isn't doing it for me. <laughs> no. Oh my god, no. I love Kofi. And Big E was always great on his own. I mean that boy's a powerhouse. You were talking about somebody that was a rock star in NXT. That guy was a rock star in NXT. And the same thing they brought him. They brought him up here, and he's like, bah, I'm big, bah, and it's it's not working. Can we at least agree on the fact that Big E, no matter what he wears, without especially without the knee pads, he always looks like he's wearing a women's swimsuit? Yes. That, I will never understand for the life of me why professional wrestlers don't wear knee pads, ever. <laughs> I don't get it. I do so many things where I land smack dab on my knees, or some, and I just don't understand why you would not wear knee pads. Well, look at uh, Cody Rhodes and uh, what's his name, Cesaro. They both used to not wear knee pads to try to be, you know, old school and traditional and throw back to those, yeah. you know, really uh, rough and tough uh, hookers, as they call them. That's not prostitutes, guys, for the ones that don't know. The hookers meant like grapplers or wrestlers. Um, it and just, how you know, many of those guys can't like, walk now? 
Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Just saying. I'm a wreck. <laughs> Well, with any luck, I think that, you know, tomorrow they'll at least try to have a huge show because they need it. I think one of the most important nights of the year, uh, next to the, you know, Raws and SmackDowns that are right before WrestleMania, are the ones that are right before the Rumble because they set up and then, uh, well, not, you know, they set up the Royal Rumble and then they set up immediately after for the next Raw is what's going to happen leading up to WrestleMania. So if Daniel Bryan, you know, is not going to be in the title picture, they better find him something really fucking good. A razor would be nice. No way, man. I like the saggy. What? I'm okay with the hair, but I think the hair needs to go a little little shorter. I'm digging the shaggy Brian look. (laughs) I'm fine with the the shaggy Brian. I just want creative to do something. I mean, this entire year. Oh, Scoob. I'm gonna get sued for that one. I don't know, well. Directed to Kendra Hale at I Don't Give a 
Dot com. That's I can smell the cease and desist in the air. Hashtag. No, I mean, there were some good things about tonight. I mean, I, I liked the Uso-Miz battle. It was predictable, but I liked it. Yeah. Do you guys think they missed the boat by not letting Randy Orton return tonight? Yes. Did he not? Yeah. 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 He doesn't? No. That sucks. Well, I'm actually, he does, Sarah, he does, Sarah, but he I'm comes sorry. back and he just, you know, delivers some, con- he delivers some concessions, that's all. Oh, okay. Now, I was a Randy Orton fan before being a Randy Orton fan was cool, so. <laughs> Old school. There was never a time? Yeah, he, he's man pretty. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> he's not handsome. He's not good looking. He's pretty. He's eye candy. He's pretty. He is. <laughs> and those those thighs. Good God, those thighs. Especially in well, the if he's eye candy. If he's eye candy, does, does that mean then that Bray Wyatt would cause cataract? Yes. Well, hey now, <laughs> Bray Wyatt hey, looks like a lot. Well, I like Bray everybody. Wyatt looks. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> no, Kinder Bob <laughs> knew a little lantern from work one day. It's a little electric thing. I pull it out every time he comes down to the ring. I'm ready for a live event, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> Take it easy on Bray Wyatt. I sleep next to a guy who looks a lot like that. <laughs> no, 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 it puts the lotion on its skin. I figured I'm already getting sued, why not? <laughs> Just go all out. <laughs> you fuck me. I'd fuck me. I'd fuck me so hard. <laughs> By the way, I apologize to our normal listeners. Uh, what you're listening to right now is the ramblings of, of Fringe Zilla when he's really pissed off. <laughs> Unedited edition. Absolutely. I'm, I'm, I'm quite enjoying this. <laughs> I'm quite enjoying this as a matter of fact because I think watching Silence of the Lambs, even, even watching Silence <laughs> Even watching Silence of the Lambs on mute is more entertaining than watching the rumble from tonight. <laughs> yes, it would, because you could make up your own freaking commentary throughout the movie. Right. <laughs> I mean, I guess you could do that if you put the rumble on mute. Like, oh, oh, God, the rope. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I want... I want some truth here now, okay? Who, who here is surprised that Triple H did not get his big ego somehow into the Royal Rumble match? Oh, that's so harsh. No, no, hold on, hold on. You saw it, right? <laughs> I, I have to give respect where respect is due. And for somebody, honestly, this is my second time tonight talking about it, but for somebody to break character and console future generationists to watch, if you can sit there and, you know, to break character for a moment and console a little kid, you have all the respect in the world for me, even if you are the biggest prick. <laughs> 
I would agree with that. Kind of. <laughs> no argument. Wow, you didn't shut up. Right? I'm impressed. <laughs> I have the logic. You I think he hung up. up. I think he just left. No, I don't want to burst your bubble, but I had to go up and uh, I was by the sleeping baby. And, you know, anytime I walk past that kid and he even rolls over, I'm like, oh, crap, don't wake up, don't wake up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit, I'm going to fart. <laughs> just, just one of those kids that, man, you know you know, you want to watch the rumble, and he's like, eh, fuck you, I ain't going to bed. <laughs> it's like when you go to no, rumble Corral, for you. you do too much. <laughs> Have a number of the beast will be six. 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 Yeah, that too. <laughs> I don't know. My kid's a huge Good John Cena fan, and she didn't way. even make it to that, so she passed out. <laughs> Cena rubs a Bella on his skin, and she gets the main event again. <laughs> <laughs> Why does he sound like Sylvester Stallone when he does it? I don't know what the fuck happened to Paulo. <laughs> fucking Russian, man. I don't know what you're talking about. He's a fucking asshole. He's doing his Arnold. Oh, oh, the chopper. Anyway, back I don't to the drums. The last time I saw Sly, he was in the shower. He was in the shower scrubbing my back. You know, I remember when the Divas actually were, were you know, the women's champions. I, I miss Trish Stratus, Lita, Tori Wilson even tonight. Well, do you guys think that that's going to ever happen again, that we'll ever see a good Divas division, or God, I hate that word, a good women's wrestling division in WWE again? Because let's face it, what they've got now, they've got a lot of real, you know, I would say green performers that 90% of the time when they're on screen, you can tell that they're still green after years of being with the company. And then you've got people like Natalia, and they're starting to call up a lot of these girls that are actually good. So is that going to be a possibility, or are we just wishful thinking again? Oh, my gosh. I hope it's not wishful thinking. I I, I want to see Natalia, who has the skills and, and has the breeding, obviously, with the family to freaking take charge. Make it actually about wrestling again instead of, you know, the whole era where there's nothing there except for reality TV fakeness and spray tans. I don't want to watch, you know, I want to watch Snooki and Wow in the ring. I want to watch women. That sounded sexy. Well, I mean, I do. I mean, I actually, tonight, I was the biggest <laughs> proclaimer against the lingerie matches and the Playboy matches when they were going on. But at least then they were they they were fighting. They were doing moves. They were actually taking bumps, and you just don't see it anymore. And if you do, it's a gleam. 
Yeah, we quickly went from Trish Stratus and Lita and Victoria doing these lingerie matches, and you can even throw Jazz in there. I loved Jazz. Still to this day, I think Jazz is one of the best, most underutilized women they ever had with that company. But, you know, they had some real powerhouses doing these lingerie matches and pillow fights and putting fucking matches and shit. Uh, and then, you know, suddenly it's like, nope, not anymore. Now it's Tori Wilson and Stacey Keebler and Don Marie and all these women who, you know, no, no disrespect. I mean, they've all done something to contribute to the business. But as wrestlers, come on. I mean, that's more laughable. That's more laughable than the rock's penis. You and your penis. It's more laughable than whose penis? (laughs) (laughs) That was a joke just for Sarah. (laughs) Sarah, don't don't let him fool you. He's got a thing about penis. He's he's always after mine. You can ask my wife. She's... (laughs) So, you know, yeah, I'm more, <laughs> yeah, right. He wants my ass and my penis, too, so I'm frightened. I, I know they were talking about women wrestling in pillow fights, and then I heard something about somebody's penis. And what happened here? <laughs> didn't you know? Yeah, when my team, Sarah, didn't he tell you that when, when team, he became, you know, the epic co-host, that he had caught, been caught doing a Pee Wee Herman to some women wrestling? <laughs> oh, that's terrible. <laughs> Uh, I'm looking looking forward to explaining to my kids in the morning why they can't watch or listen to this episode. Yeah, no kids are listening to this one. Well, (laughs) they have been forewarned, so. Well. Uh, before we close out here, guys, I want to really quickly get some uh, some predictions from you for tomorrow night. And not just for tomorrow night, but I want some predictions leading up to the WrestleMania. <laughs> My prediction is to somehow fuck up WrestleMania, too. I think the odds are pretty heavy on that. I, I don't know. I mean, well, after after watching tonight... I mean, they're obviously going to continue some of the feuds that are here. I hope that they they throw away some of them. Like I'm, I'm completely over Brock Cena and Seth Rollins. I don't care anymore. I don't care about the the Bray Wyatt versus. Um, well, no, I care about that one. Him and Dean Ambrose have had a good thing going, so there's there's some good hatred there. They can keep going. But I, I just I really hope that Brock Lesnar pulls the CM Punk, wins the title, and then leaves. Yes. I predict John Cena is the first person to take Rusev. <laughs> and Cena pins Rusev. How about you, Sarah? Close question. I'm sorry, DDP was on TV. <laughs> I love DDP. He's like, because he started, you know, really late, and I started really late, so he's kind of my little inspirational icon there. He was on... That's my predictions after this rumble for tomorrow and for going into WrestleMania, road to WrestleMania. Now, I've I've said this a million times. We don't have cable. I don't get to watch Raw, so I don't don't even know the storylines. I couldn't tell you what's happening. Get off the damn phone and go watch. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what's going on. I watch. I watch pay per views. That's about it. 
Only 9.99. 9.99. That's the only reason I watch them because they're included in the 9.99. <laughs> we have we we have the network for uh, NXT and the older stuff, stuff like that. Pay per views are just a bonus. You, you can't watch yeah. Raw on on the network. I don't know what kind of mess up shit that is, but you can't watch Raw. No, you have to watch it on. We can watch. I mean, it takes. There's like there's a, a two to three week wait time, but they usually yeah. pop up newer episodes. You can watch it on Hulu. <laughs> <laughs> if we keep saying these people's name, are they gonna send us money? Like Hulu? And WWE at network for nine ninety nine? Nine ninety nine. Can you hear me now? Guys, I don't think we're I don't think we're authorized to advertise the WWE for just nine ninety nine. <laughs> maybe maybe we can get some sponsorship, friends. Maybe. F5, F5 for just nine ninety nine. I want that T-shirt that says only nine ninety nine. <laughs> it doesn't say anything else. It just says nine ninety nine. It's got the WWE logo on the back. No, that was the best I think I this for us. I found it. I found that one moment, I... that one key turning. The J and J security T-shirt. I think I saw a prostitute wearing that 9.99 shirt on 8 Mile a few days ago. Well, that's a different. That's that's a different kind of special. <laughs> so buy two get one. I believe they call that the lights out special. It's a red light special. What are you talking about? That's your herpes discount. STDs are us. Yeah, herpes holes are rampant lead. in Detroit. That's why we need to send Aaron. Okay. Aaron needs love. What, to Detroit? <laughs> yeah, we need to send him to the red light district of Detroit so he can get him nothing. He's a little white boy. He'll get an ass whooped. I don't know. They may just make a man out of him. Well, you never know. And on that note, <laughs> uh, I just, uh, I'm not even going to bother to throw a prediction out there because I feel like tonight they learned a big lesson, what happened with Tanya Bryan. They know they handled it wrong. They know that they handled the ending and the pretty much the whole booking and everything that they did was so predictable and flat that they pretty much have no choice now but to have an awesome Raw. So I'm pretty anxious and looking forward to what's going to happen tomorrow, especially with like Twitter and Facebook because people are just still, they're still on right now going freaking crazy. Like I, I can't even look at the screen because I, my feed is like every 20 seconds I've got like 30 new texts. Or I've got, like, 30 new emails or Facebook posts from people saying, oh, yeah, this sucks, oh, blah, 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 I can't believe that uh, that you're okay with this or you're okay with that. And I mean, like I said, I wasn't okay with everything that happened. I thought it had some good moments, like, with, like you know, Ed said, uh, Bubba Ray, I thought that was cool, that was a good moment. Um, when Daniel Bryan came out and the ovation he got, I thought that was great. I thought it was cool when The Rock came back. I think it was a little predictable, but, you know, he did come back. And he got a good pop. Uh, but overall, I think that it just, it was flat. So I really think that tomorrow we're in for a good show. I hope so. Here's hoping. Right. Yeah, here's hoping. Let's all have some, uh, you know, <laughs> let's all have some beers and stuff ready. Oh, I'm kidding. Don't drink, kids. I think uh, I'm going to get sued for that one somehow, too. <laughs> You're going to get sued like 12 times tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I've been keeping track. <laughs> oh, uh-oh. 
<laughs> I should go all George Carlin right now and start talking about the seven dirty words. Hand, don't I? You do. Look, and here's my logic to this. I was number 19. Number 19 was Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns won. I win. You win. Congratulations. <laughs> In, inbox me your address. I'll send you the raciest photo I have. What? what? Right? Be framed. Many pictures taken. I really don't know what to say to that. Aww. Don't be jealous. Don't be jealous, friends. <laughs> Me and Sarah are going to get along really well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in so much trouble now. I'm just kind of sitting there and just like, what the hell just happened? <laughs> it's, it's, it's like I told you guys before. I'll say this again. I'm not even afraid of the devil, but Sarah scares the hell out of me. Oh, okay. I am. I am just. I'm a. I am. I'm a teddy bear. There's no reason to <laughs> okay. be scared of me. I have I'm seen you in the ring. I have seen you in the she's ring, and even when you're a face, you beat the living hell out of these people, even the men. <laughs> you you want to talk about somebody that's mean? You should be scared of. Paris Kelly kicked me square in the boobs Friday, and I have a huge <laughs> boob. I have a boot shaped purple spot on my boob where she kicked me. She <laughs> is a kicker. Don't let her four foot ten, hundred and ten pound frame fool you. She is mean, <laughs> and she is rough. Oh. Well, as we all as we all try to get the picture of Sarah's purple boob out of our heads, uh, I'm gonna put it on my hair. I put it my hair. It's purple. All right, guys, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna head out now. So uh, just really quickly, I want to thank uh, everybody for joining us tonight. Uh, definitely, I want to thank you all for being on with us, Ed, Kendra Hale, of course, Sarah Summers, and uh, I, I just honestly, guys, I, I just I'm still a little upset about this whole thing, and I know I shouldn't be. I'm just so tired of getting excited for pay-per-views and then getting let down, especially when you know. I mean, yeah, I know it's only nine ninety nine now, nine ninety nine, but again, you know, I'm just. Tired of disappointment. I get enough, you know, disappointment in bed. Ow. Well, you take a cold shower, friend. <laughs> well, I'm the cause of it, so. <laughs> Watch <face>. <laughs> 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 Was that a self-inflicted burn right there? Oh, absolutely. It's like I always, I always tell my wife, I always say, yeah, you know how most husbands say you hit the jackpot with me? Actually, I think you got screwed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm barely adequate. And on that note, uh, which is like probably the third time I've said that, uh, again, thanks to everybody for listening. And we will see you guys Thursday, 7 p.m. Of course, we will be back, Sarah and me. And we're going to have a good time. So, once again, thanks, everybody, and have a great night. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye. 
is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.